0: This is the Helen Hancock podcast, episode 51, Rio Party, Party Conference, and Party Online over a big wave. Podcasting live from various parts of London, this is Gary, Patrick, and Heather back for season two. You thought we'd gone.
1: (laughs) No such luck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I figured we kind of had a big sort of summer break there, which was kind of more my fault than yours, but uh, because I've just come back from a little holiday.
1: yeah, you've got the luck of a holiday.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you've been away at various points this year. Can't moan. <laughs> Not, <too> me. Much.
1: <laughs> hmm? Not me. Not
2: oh. uh. me. You're too busy having your house painted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, it's one of those strange days today. When, as we're recording, because Patrick's got builders uh, going on, uh, Heather's got people doing painting around her house. Um, and uh, I'm just sitting here quite quietly, really. So I feel quite Aww. left out.
1: But don't you have the um, the planes and the motorway going overhead?
0: Not quite, literally.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bit of a worry. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, I, I, I I have to admit something to Patrick. I'm afraid at, at this point, oh, which, which, she, which he's not going to be very happy about. Ah. Oh. So I'm prepared. Hit me with it. While I was on holiday, I bought myself a new pull behind suitcase.
1: <laughs>
0: why, do you do it? why do
1: you
2: do it?
0: Why do you hurt me?
1: To wind you up, Patrick. It's deliberate. Yeah,
0: I'm sure, it is. So.
1: That's why anyone buys them in
0: the whole world. Yeah, just to upset you. <laughs> oh, it's all about me. So, the most topical yeah. thing we have to talk about this year. Uh, the announcement came yesterday and the 2016 Olympics go to Rio de Janeiro. So amongst concerns over gangs, massive concerns over public transport and talk that the needed infrastructure and stadiums would not be built in time. They still gave it to London, but on this occasion, they've given it to Rio de Janeiro.
1: <laughs> oh, you're so funny. <laughs> oh, I see what
0: you did there. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Excellent. So, so have they really given it to Rio? Gosh, I'm having a loop. Um,
1: Yeah, yesterday.
2: Oh well, gosh. well. I suppose that means you know, any any sportsmen who aren't killed in South Africa next year will be um, will be killed in Brazil the year after.
1: <laughs> what's what's in South Africa? Is it like the World well, some Championship
2: football season? tournament? You know, it's uh, oh
1: Cup, no, the football. Yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. European Cup, something. The European, I yes. get confused the world
1: I think th- it's I think it's good. I do because it's the first time it's ever been in South America. So it seems to me that you know it's about time, really.
0: Yeah I was I was talking to um um a friend in uh Sao Paulo Brazil yesterday and she was saying oh my goodness we don't want it we shouldn't get it there's no way we should get it we're not safe if they, if it goes to, to to Rio you know there there's going to be all sorts of problems and she said you know people are going to be fearing for their lives if they, if they come to Rio she said it absolutely shouldn't be uh coming here and they've got the world cup i think in a couple of, in a couple of years time as well so they've got a lot going on in, in Brazil and, uh, you know, so she doesn't seem to think that um, she should get it. But uh, somebody else I know in that part of the world was quite pro the idea that it should happen. So.
1: I, I think it's, no, it's a big waste of money, isn't it? But, I mean, has it, it I can't see any signs that, what's it done for China, really?
0: Um, yeah, good well, point. You you internationally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You
1: know, they're
2: no longer a pariah state, you know, everyone said it was great, it's... uh
1: yeah.
0: Not, I yeah. So, do you think that um, it'll be a, it'll be a good a good destination for the Olympics? I mean, obviously, Rio is a party capital, so you you would kind of think they would be able no, to put on at least a good drugs. show.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure they'll do a good job, you know, but um, if you like
1: that kind of things. thing, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, <laughs> if you're the sort of person who likes that kind of thing, it's yes, sort of exactly. you love <laughs> like. Do you know? Because
1: I, I loathe parades and and um, uh, carnival type things. I really loathe them. Like, I if I see if I see them on television, I think, do you know? These people look amazing, and the costumes are incredible and I'm very impressed with them but I really don't want to go and watch them I just it just makes me cringe I can't stand it I find it very embarrassing and then a bit tedious in the end yeah. so, so Carnival has never appealed to me the Rio Carnival
0: No, no, me neither. And when when you look back at the the Beijing Olympics and you saw um, all of the parades and things they did at the start and the massive opening ceremony uh, and the way they sort of showed off all of their sort of military guys, um, if anybody comes anywhere near the Rio de Janeiro stadiums with a gun, the whole stadium's going to empty. It's going to be very different.
1: (laughs) Uh (laughs) Well, you know, um, uh, they were saying that this week in China they had a big... Uh, a big demonstration in Tiananmen Square As in a, de- a demonstration of the might of China To celebrate 60 years of the communist government And um, apparently a million volunteers Closed down the square beforehand A million, can you imagine? Wow Because um, you weren't allowed to go to this You could only watch it on television They didn't let Chinese people actually come and watch it They just were allowed to watch on telly <laughs> It's, it's um, yes So I thought that was quite extraordinary but as Sandy Toxbig said, you know, in, in London, if you wanted to clear Trafalgar Square, you just need some vicar driving the wrong way around the one-way system in Piccadilly Circus. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant.
0: <laughs> oh, well, good for Rio. We'll see what happens in 2016 after we've screwed it up in 2012, so. England's children's minister wants a review of the case. Positive of- there. Sorry, I, go on. Yeah, no, I, I like I, you know me, Captain Positive. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what this podcast's all about, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, sorry, go on about no,
0: well, about whatever it was I was going to go on about. Yeah. England's children's minister wants a review of the case of two police officers who were told they were breaking the law for caring each other's children. Uh, Basically, the uh, Ofsted has, has jumped in and said that these two police officers, who on kind of alternate days babysit for each other's children are breaking the law because they do it for more than the law allows and in actual fact they should be registered by ofsted as actual child carers and go through all of the you know the hoopla to get there uh, just because they look after each other's kids on alternate days
1: it's extraordinary isn't it i just i couldn't believe this story actually
2: Oh, it just sums up, you know. It's all—it's moronic bureaucrats, isn't it? You know, it's the letter rather than the spirit, and you know, no one has actually got the the guts to just say, "Well, you know, okay, it may be slightly against the law, but it's hardly—it's hardly what was meant by the case of the law." Do you know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's not my responsibility. I've got to tick the box that says you're breaking the law. Um,
1: it's just, yeah. I mean, it's it's amazing that, um, to me, okay, fair enough. If um, if you're paying for it, because, yeah, I agree that then that's that's working and all the rest of it. But this thing of, you know, if you get an advantage. So what if you have a friend look after your children and in return you, I don't know, do a bit of shopping for them? Does that mean it's illegal? Like, what? where... Where do you draw the line?
0: Well, that would be fine, as long as the hours of which the babysitting happened were within Ofsted's, Ofsted's regulations. And I think it's something like no more than four hours. Oh, um, it was two
1: hours, I think. Yeah, it says here, two, two hours a day.
0: And, and it can't happen between certain hours as well. But if you, if you do it overnight from like six till one in the morning, you're fine because that's babysitting and that's different yes so mrs shepherd who serves with thames valley police recalled a lady came to the front door and identified herself as being from ofsted she said a complaint had been made that i was illegally childminding i was just shocked
1: i wonder who complained that sounds like someone grasped on her doesn't it it seems quite weird like why would you contact ofsted and apparently, there's a, there was a huge online petition as well. Some um, women I know, tell, you know, who have kids, were saying that there's this big petition that people are signing about it because I think a lot of people are really concerned about it. And it's interesting, you know, what you say that you can't pick up children and give them a nice, a little supper. <laughs> you know, that would be illegal.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> wrong.
1: I wonder if it. Depends on whether there's ginger beer
0: involved. Probably, I think if ginger yeah. beer is involved, then um, all all bets are off and it's fine.
1: Right. Okay. As so long- as long as there's some ginger beer and maybe I don't know, I can't remember the Enid Blyton books. patrick I, I, what else
0: I, did I, 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 I believe specifically <laughs> lashings of ginger beer would be required. Yes, lashings yes. of ginger beer. <laughs>
2: yeah. you, you have to get um you know sort of uh, ham and cheese and stuff from a kindly farmer. That's the other. Yes. And so, eggs as well.
1: Yeah. Eggs sold out the window from the kitchen window. Yes. That's
2: probably <laughs> illegal as well these days.
1: It probably is. I've always thought it's it's a rather lovely dream and you drive around the countryside and it just doesn't seem to happen. You always think I'll drive past a kitchen window where there's eggs on the windowsill for sale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but the problem is these eggs which are probably superior quality than than things you can buy in your local supermarket can't actually be sold because they wouldn't be the right size um to fit EU regulations you see or the color color mm. yeah color it's, fu- it's funny how that all seems to happen here but if you like drive around the country in Spain and Italy that that doesn't seem to be the case and all the lovely colors of the rainbow are available Yes Not necessarily in eggs That would be a bit weird But I'm um, <laughs> talking about vegetables
1: <laughs> oh, Have you
2: never seen it? Yeah Navy yeah, blue eggs red eggs
0: <laughs> what's, what's wrong with
2: you? <laughs> Where have <Yeah>. you
0: been? <laughs> Rainbow That's... eggs at Gay Pride Maybe But not necessarily in the country In Bordeaux <laughs> You know <laughs> Oh, dear. Well, while I've been away um, enjoying a well-earned break, can I say, uh, it was party conference season back in Blighty. Oh, oh cool. Yeah. Um, oh, what's wrong with you? Your to zero. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it was the turn of the... Uh, basically, for those who don't reside in the UK, party conference season is just sort of... The, it's in the autumn. They have three... Uh, big conferences, the main parties all have their week-long conference, um, and basically it sort of culminates in the opposition, the um, Labour Party tend to go in in the middle, um, and uh, they always have a warm-up gig, uh, which obviously was the Liberal Democrats, Uh, it's it's, it's is kind of one that nobody really pays any attention to, but it gets everybody into the... uh, um, Sort of the the mode of it, and it gets the journalists sort of asking the, the sort of the the pointed questions, uh, <laughs> su- su- such as, okay, so which of these guys is Nicholas Clegg? Because I've got no idea.
2: Ha 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 ha! he's the I one who's not count. hiring rent boys because he's going bald. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, you know, there's a picture you've got here of David Cameron and and Nick Clegg. Which is David? Which is which? I'm not sure. Because I can't tell if it's the guy on the left or the right. I really can't. (laughs)
0: We'll have to post post those on the blog and people can vote as to which ones they think is which.
1: (laughs) But, you know, um, uh, Peter Mandelson, um, I was listening to some comedy in the week and they were saying how Peter Mandelson's speech was the closest he's ever come to coming out, (laughs) which really (laughs) made me laugh. But I always thought he was out. I didn't even know that that was like some kind of secret. I thought it was... we all knew but um, his speech was hilarious I loved all the little camp bits and the sort of theatrics
0: it was very funny what I love more than that is the fact that You've just completely moved on from Liberal Democrats. You don't even want to talk about it because there's nothing to <laughs> uh-huh. talk about.
1: No, oh, no, no. We can go back to Lib Dems. I just, I
0: just had to, I just had to say that. No, I, th- I think, I think we have done with the Liberal Democrats because. Um,
2: I, th- I heard Vince Cable was carpeted. He's from, from Hero to Zero. So- I,
0: I, I did see um, Mock the Week this week on the telly. Um, and there was a brilliant line from one of the guys on there who said um, that the Liberal Democrats are just completely out of order because they keep coming up with all of these ideas and if they have a crap idea then it doesn't matter because it's never going to happen but if they have a good idea it's also never going to happen because neither of the other parties are going to pick up the idea because it was a Liberal Democrat policy so they're never going to happen so all of the good ideas that the Liberal Democrats have are bad therefore the liberal democrats are (laughs) un-british
1: okay so that's very circuitous (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so mandy yes yes mandy yes well that was what i was wanting to say really he was very very theatrical
0: and he and and since and since he's come back out of the shadows he has been very theatrical
1: Made me laugh a lot, I have to say, when I saw him doing this kind of camp little theatrical turn and when he said, um, when he was going, listen, everyone, if I can come back, we can come back.
2: <laughs>
1: and I love the thing about his four-letter word.
2: That was yes. hilarious. Did he, did, he, did he say the C word? He did. Oh, no
1: way. Not in, in the speech. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> On the telephone to... Um, Oh, what's her name? She was editor of The Sun, wasn't it? Who, what Rebecca was her Wade. Name? That's it, she's Rebecca got, She's Wade. been married
0: now, so she's got a new second name, but I, I can't remember what it is, but basically Rebecca Wade.
1: Yeah, and he used the, the C word, and she basically has obviously said that he did. And when when a person stopped him and said, I, I believe he used the C word to Rebecca Wade, he said, I said chumps.
0: <laughs> 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 what I find interesting about that, and I've, I found this really interesting over the last week or so, Everybody keeps trying to pick up on, on things he said. People try and trip him up and they don't manage it. They just don't manage it because he's very, very clever and he can turn anything you say around um, yes he, he you know he is a brilliant man whether you like him or loathe him and kathy newman from channel 4 news was was the person that ran out to stop him and have this conversation and she had about 50 percent of the facts that she needed in order to be able to to do this it, she didn't have the tape in her hand of the interview you know, of the conversation she didn't know the actual quote she couldn't say the word on telly because it's rude um so she really couldn't trip him up and he was just like well what word did i say and she's like well i can't say it on television well i don't think i said it then you know and yeah. it's like if you can't prove it what's the point yeah. with him if you can't prove it if you can't absolutely show what he said then there's almost no point putting it to him because um he'll sort of lead you on a um uh, on a merry dance it's a bit like watching well, he,
1: he wins doesn't he yes. because um- because that that's a great little piece of television when she asks him that and he just turns to her and you know because it's like you said it's he does turn these things to his advantage and it just makes good television for him
0: not not for the interviewer if you kind of think back to sort of johnny depp in charlie and the chocolate factory and the way he would sort of dance around and throw in these little riddles and things it's kind of what peter mandelson does to journalists yeah really odd um so, um, Labour Party conference come and gone. Um, uh, we're on the eve now, pretty much, of the Tory conference. What do you think we can expect from the Super Dave? Oh,
2: nothing at all. You know, <laughs> it'll just be grinning like a loon, saying nothing. You
0: know, oh, who's going to be the star of the Tory conference then? Who's going to jump out and actually have like the big speech that everybody's talking about? Because it certainly, it certainly wasn't uh, Gordon Brown at Labour. Oh, maybe no, William Whitington.
1: Oh, that would be great, but she won't be making a speech, will Who's she? That?
2: <laughs> Anne come Unfortunately, she's resigning. Yeah, sad day. End of an era. End of the yes. witty web.
1: I can't think who who it will be actually, because there are no real characters, are there?
2: Yeah, on either party, really, are there? It's all, or no. on any of the
1: well, except for Peter Mandelson, I suppose. He is a character, but. Um, but no, I mean, the, the Tories are quite absent of any personality at the moment.
0: What about Darling's Eyebrows? They're a bit of a character. Yes. <laughs> Mind of their own. Yeah. They really have. They, they have their own, <laughs> own conference.
1: <laughs> That's true. Yes, no, I can't think of anyone. Um, I, I, yeah, David Cameron will just say what he thinks everyone wants to hear. Yeah. Which is very easy just to like them to do. Tony Blair. Well, exactly. yeah. And then Tony Blair will be president of the EU and it'll all kick off.
0: So moving on to a couple of final stories for this week. Uh, Michael Jackson uh, has finally been buried and now he has been finally uh, um, put it to peace and is, is resting quietly in his, in his small um, and insignificant grave.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um here comes all the stories about what he may or may not have done in his life, and he's alleged to have praised Nazi tyrant Adolf Hitler in a shocking interview, according to the Daily Mail. Branding oh, 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 oh. the, um, sorry, no, that was the Express. I do, I'm misquoting. Oh, right. um, branding um, the evil- see, who
2: has who hasn't praised Hitler from time to time? We've all thought it.
1: Don't <laughs> uh, no. no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah.
0: On your own on that one.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yes. Apparently, the, would...
0: the explosive taped interviews have been revealed by the late pop star's good pal. <laughs> so really, <laughs> uh,
2: such a good pal He'll sell his story to the Express about Michael Jackson being a Nazi lover. Uh,
0: <laughs> rabbi, rabbi Shmuley Botich, is that how you say it? He's a rabbi, know. you know. Yes. He, he shouldn't be giving out this stuff. Who um, recorded? Yeah, but why Kansas would a Chats. rabbi be
1: keen on Hitler? Honestly. <laughs> <It's> like...
0: <sighs> Really odd, really odd. In the tapes, Jackson can be heard saying Hitler was a genius orator to make that many people turn and change and hate. He had to be a showman, and he was. Well, actually, you know that that doesn't mean that. Well, I guess it is, he is praising him in one respect, but not in the way that headline might be indicating.
1: I know, but he also said something about wanting to hug him and um I read the I read the whole thing. I can't remember now all the details, but it was <laughs> like just you know, he
2: wanted to hug Hitler.
1: Yeah, he wanted to <laughs> hug him.
2: <laughs> oh dude, maybe if he had been alive and he could have shared his bed with Hitler, you know, nothing would have happened. The world America's would be a North different North. place. Yeah.
1: The world would be a very different place, <laughs>
2: God, <laughs> dude, That's almost like South Park, isn't it, with Saddam Hussein and the Devil in bed together.
1: Funny. Yeah, I think um I think that th- there was other things in that interview, wasn't there, about how much he hated Madonna, which I did I have to say I laughed out loud at that bit. Um and you know, he really disliked her a lot, which I thought was quite amusing, given that she given some speech about how close they were.
2: <laughs> oh, she's horrific as well, isn't
1: she? She is horrific. I don't know that she has the love for Hitler, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just, um, it just kind of shows how stupid he is, really. I mean, it's just, it's just an Hitler. inane thing to say. No, not Hitler, Jackson. <laughs> you know, she, like, if you have slight understanding of the economic and political circumstances that led up to the Second World War, you can understand why someone like Hitler would have, you know, would have achieved what he did, and it didn't have it to be just, him as a individual, you know, it just but of course, Jackson. He
2: just needed a hug.
0: Let's talk about a couple of tech stories from this week, a couple of really sort of interesting things um, been going on, Uh, one of which is Charlie Brooker, the journalist and uh, uh, sort of TV critic guy, has written a bit of a diatribe about his love-hate relationships with the Mac this week, which has been a, uh, made me laugh when I read it anyway.
1: I thought it was hilarious. Loved it's it. so
2: true though. It's so true though, because you know you, it's like, you know, when when anyone sort of is going on to about something that you know is trendy, but you think, you know and you just think, Oh, I really can't be bothered with it and but then still they go on. No, but
1: I think what Charlie Brooke is saying, what what made me laugh a lot is he's saying that he continues with Windows because he's crap, because it's awful, because he knows it's awful, and he says, you know, stop telling me you Mac lovers because yeah. I know you go home to your eye house, <laughs> you know. And I think that's really funny because it's like he's saying, I know Windows is terrible, and I love his, you know, the way he laughs at the Windows adverts for Windows Seven and how they, they want sound you to have, awful, don't they? <laughs> have parties at your house to launch Windows Seven.
2: <laughs> I know, like as if.
1: But it's true because for years I was like Charlie Brooker. I used to um I used to you know, I'm a convert now. I used to think I don't know, I had to always have Windows because of compatibility with work things and the whole world. And I just used to think that it was a load of crap but I still had to have it and I didn't want to listen to these Mac people. And of course now I'm now I use both and I completely see what the Mac people meant all along, you know. <laughs> But um, but yeah, I can un- completely understand where he's coming from, and I, I just think I yeah. thought it was
0: very fun. A, a good quote. In I'll read you just a section of what he says. He says, "I know Windows is awful. Everyone knows Windows is awful. Windows is like the faint smell of piss in a subway. It's there, and there's nothing you can do about it." Okay. Okay, I know the other operating systems are available, but their advocates seem even creepier, snootier, and more intent than Mac owners. The harder they try to convince me, the more I'm repelled to them. I'm a sheep, and they're right. I'm helpless, stupid, lazy sheep. I'm also a masochist. That's why I continue to use Windows. Horrible Windows, even though I hate every second of it. It's grim, it's slow, everything's badly designed, and nothing really works properly. Using Windows is like living in a communist bloc nation circa 1981, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Because I'm an abject bloody idiot and I hate myself, and this is why I deserve to be sentenced to Windows for life.
1: It's <laughs> brilliant, isn't it? I love that faint smell of piss. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs>
1: but oh, it's dear. true. And he, he kind of he true. kind of ends
0: by talking about Snow Leopard, you know, the new the new um, version of the Mac operating system. And he says, "Snow Leopard, Snow Leopard, I don't care if you're right. I just want you to die." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Uh, Oh, my God, Gary, do I need Snow Leopard?
0: (laughs) Do you need it? Yes. Do you not have it? No. It's really cheap and it fixes a lot of bugs, but it doesn't give you any new functionality.
1: You see, thank you. You always know everything. I love that about
0: you. Oh, is Snow Leopard real? (laughs) I thought he'd made it up. No.
1: No, no, it is because Leopard, my one's called Leopard, so um, which is obviously the previous one.
0: It's just basically more interesting than calling it like... um, 10.5, which makes it sound a bit more dull. Yeah, exactly. So here's a question this week. Are you going to ride the wave? Ooh, that sounds very saucy. It does, doesn't it? Um, This week, uh, Google Wave uh, was released, and it's some kind of um, um, new fangled thing. Uh, Google is kind of saying it's going to be the replacement for email. Um, Others are slightly... Uh, not quite as convinced, but basically this thing was released this week. It's called Google Wave. Nobody really had seen it up until this week other than those, excuse me, uh, very close to Google and involved in sort of beta testing and things. But it's kind of being rolled out now, and 100,000 people were sent an invite this week, people who had signed up for it. I had signed up for it. I was not one of those 100,000 people that got an invite. Thanks, Google. Um Can you be, sir? Huh? Are you bitter? I, 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 I would, I would like to see it, and I would like to have a play with it just to see what it's about. But I don't care as much as some people do. Um, so basically, poor old Gary rejected by an email program. I know, I know. <laughs> What's life about? So Google say, what is a wave? A wave is equal parts, conversation and documents. So basically, it's a bit like having a Google document and an email combined, I think is is my understanding. You can share it, multiple people can edit it um and you know you can sort of jump in and whereas in an email if you want to sort of highlight a part of a conversation it sort of makes it you have to kind of like pull the piece out and 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 sort of move it out it makes it easier apparently to sort of communicate in a sort of a, a faster more scrappy kind of way
1: oh now i get it thank you for explaining because i couldn't quite understand it it sounds a bit like a chat thing only it's one big document.
0: It's kind of chat, it's social networking, it's document. I think looking at looking at it it's going to be more useful for people who are working on stuff. So, you know, for for instance, we could have a Google Wave thing for this podcast so we could all during the week discuss what we're going to do on on the program and you know throw in our little lines and things and comments um annotations um
1: you're actually making it sound as if we are that prepared and, and we're not <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's a nice dream isn't it
1: nice yeah <laughs> yeah a nice idea
0: um but one of the things that re- you know because i i saw this thing being um uh, released and i i i immediately as many people did when they saw that it it was being rolled out and the invites were being sent out and I hadn't received one, I thought, well, other people may have done. So I turned to Twitter um, to find out what was going on because uh, when you want to know what's going on in the world, Twitter has the answers, you understand. True, Um, yeah. um, If you want to know what's going on in the world of (laughs) vacuity.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) And it's really like that because the the whole stream of things that I read said... um, Haven't got my invite yet. Have you got yours? Haven't got mine. No. (laughs) Apparently they're coming out tomorrow morning because they're coming from Australia. Oh, so we'll have to wait till tomorrow. That's outrageous. Uh, Because Google had announced the date that they were sending these things out. But what they didn't say was it was this date, but in Australia. So people were kind of a bit confused as to um, when things would be hitting. And then when they did hit, obviously 100,000 people versus everybody on the internet uh, wasn't enough invites to, to please everybody so everybody started wanting them and then the scam started and this is the thing as soon as i saw the first one i went you have got to be kidding me i said um i've got a hundred google wave invites to give away you need to retweet this and follow me and I'm thinking, oh, no. you're, you're a scammer and I'm not going to yeah. do that. And literally within, I guess, hours, everybody had started doing it. So everybody and their mother was on Twitter saying they had these Google Wave invites. And some people were saying they had like 5,000 to give away. <laughs> uh, it's like, you haven't, you're lying.
2: <laughs> I don't keep it paid for, them though.
0: No, no fool like an um, well, fool. They, they didn't exist. <laughs> it was just a case of they wanted to get traffic onto their yes, Twitter, yeah. Twitter thing. And it's like, yeah. really? Um, yeah. And, it's like a form of virus, isn't it? Yeah. And then there were Scareware Slingers that have poisoned search results for Google Wave um, in order to get people looking for it to download um, communications software, which is actually a fake antivirus thing um so people are getting malware uh, because they they're so desperate to get hold of this google wave thing
1: idiots oh dear so it's it's backfired big time hasn't it yeah do you think it'll still happen
0: well it's it's released it's out there the the thing exists um and it will eventually get some kind of more wi- more you know more uh, more of a wide release but it, it just really annoyed me and ma- it made me think well this is just the, the way the crowd kind of reacts to this kind of stuff that mm-hmm. um I, I don't know exactly what it is and i don't really know what it can do for me but i better get it just in case yeah, yeah people are morons there's no other word for it
1: i, I think some people well, I think- I can see the work. I was thinking about it, actually. I could see how I could use it for work. But um, then again, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a Luddite, and I think we all probably have colleagues that are even more Luddites. So, you know, you, you might need a bit of,
0: I don't know, we'll have to see how easy it is to use. I just wonder, out of all of the people that were desperate to get hold of it and were begging for invites on Twitter, I wonder how many, what percentage of those people... Um, actually even know what it is and what it could do for them i think very small yeah maybe that's why they wanted to find out
1: oh you're so very
0: altruistic
2: (laughs)
1: uncharacteristically
2: so (laughs) attributing a a positive motive rather than a negative one validate (laughs) it patrick that's
0: again that's not what we do
1: they're just stupid yeah no, it's I'm, true I'm that it's that thing of...
0: Can Could can, can, can you just say, oh my god, tax the stupid Patrick, and can I edit that? Because that won't sound like you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a, great, I'm a great believer in taxes on
0: stupidity. Yeah, of there them.
1: <laughs> they oh. should tax the Google Wave.
0: Yeah. As long as they don't tax me more, I'm happy with whatever taxes they come up with.
1: Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, i am just I
1: wait until
2: it. my drag-behind suitcase tax, then you'll be sorry. <laughs> 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 we
1: well, do, do we pay it every time we use it then, or,
2: if per, or just for if per, drag. <laughs> yeah, per drag. Yes, per drag, yes. i would make, make you pay every time you cut someone off or, you know, ran over someone's feet because <laughs> you didn't know where it was, and it'd be like paying a pound a minute. up. So, yeah. oh.
1: I was channeling you the other day. I was at King's uh-huh. Cross, I think it was, and there were loads of people just like bump- bumping into me with their suitcases, and I was <laughs> thinking of you. Uh,
0: so we'll talk more about drag behind suitcases next week, but for this week—yes, we
1: seem to talk about that every
0: week. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's so interesting. It, it, it really is.
1: <laughs> um, uh,
0: that will do it for this week. Another week close to the grave again.
1: Well, it's another few weeks, isn't it?
0: It is, actually. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oops. All right, we'll talk to you next week. See you. Bye. Bye.